the Capitals lucky enough to draft Andrew Kristall? And what about the Connor Bedard connection? I'll talk about all of that and much more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to head on over to YouTube and subscribe to Locked On Capitals. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Sportsbook official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about how the Capitals knocked it out of the park in the draft this year. And how did they get so lucky? They got Leonard at number eight and they got Chris Stahl at number 40. Why was he ultimately in the second round if he's that great? We'll talk about that in the show. Then we will talk about the Connor Bedard connection. On how he called Crystal the smartest guy he's played with. We'll talk about that. But just to get it going here, we will talk about Andrew at development camp. And suffice it to say, he impressed. Uh, and it was most impressive with, uh, you know, I thought the same thing. And if you're an everyday, you know, I talked about Leonard at camp and Crystal, two amazing pieces that are going to help this team in years to come. If you can kind of just lift your head up and look pat into the horizon, you will see a Capitals team that is going to be one to be reckoned with. I don't know what kind of team they're going to have next year, to be honest with you. I guess it all depends on the moves that Brian McClellan makes between now and the start of the season. But what I do know is that you have Leonard, you have Chris Dahl, you have Connor McMichael, you have Hendrick Slop here, you have Ivan Miroshnyshenko. I think this team is going to be absolutely stacked. And if you're Capitals fans, you should be pretty pumped about it. But in this episode in particular, we are going to talk about Andrew Cristal, who was drafted in the second round 40th overall of the 2023 NHL draft. Cristal ranked fifth among North American left wings and 15th among all North American skaters by NHL Central Scouting. So why? Was he even available to the Capitals in the second round? I'll talk about that a little bit later, but who really cares? The Capitals struck it rich. The Caps have signed forward Andrew Cristal to a three-year entry-level deal. Uh, Senior Vice President and GM Brian McClellan announced today, Cristal's contract will carry an average annual value of $810,000 at the NHL level and $82,500 in the AHL level. So, again, it's not going to be something where he's going to make an impact next season. Maybe not even the season after. But what do we know is that we have... Alex Ovechkin under contract for three more years. I think that, you know, once you start to see Ovechkin and these other players retire or move on to other teams or whatever the case may be, this next group of Capitals players are going to be absolutely amazing. And uh, if you don't know, you know, if you didn't pay attention to the draft, I know not everyone is as into the NHL and the Capitals. You know, there's casual fans out there, but if you're a casual fan, subscribe to Locked On Capitals as I talk about the Capitals five days 
days a week for a majority of the entire year. So you can be into the know when it comes to the Capitals. But again, you know, again, there is some questions for me about what the team's going to look like next year, but the future is exciting. One of the things that Chris Dahl said, you want to go to a team that wants you to, to have you and thinks that, you know, you can help contribute to the organization. I couldn't be happier, Chris Dahl said at camp. So he's pumped. He's excited. Kind of like Ryan Leonard, who slept with his Capitals jersey on the night after he got drafted. These guys are psyched. They're pumped. They want to help the Capitals sooner than later. And uh, I think it is going to be most exciting. Uh, just talking about Chris Dahl and what kind of player he is. Uh, the five foot ten, 175-pound forward spent the 22-23 season with the Kelowna Rockets of the Western Hockey League, leading the team in goals with 39, 56 assists, and 95 points. Chris Dahl's 1.76 points per game rank fourth in the WHL, while his 95 points ranked tied for sixth. Chris Dahl was named Kelowna's team MVP and was selected to the WHL BC Division First All-Star team. Quite an accomplishment, uh, if you think about it. And it does mystify me, because when I was watching the draft, you know, there's a certain pecking order, you know, this guy's going to go to this team, that guy's going to go to this team. And, you know, give or take, you know, Arizona was kind of the team that kind of out of left field picked someone that I don't think anyone really expected. But I think that Chris Dahl was kind of a surprise to be available at round two. Again, a little bit later, I will talk about why I think that he was drafted in the second round. Uh, but I do think that the Capitals got one amazing player. If you saw any of the video from development camp, you saw his fancy moves that he had, his great shots that he that he uh, has in his arsenal. Uh, not the biggest hockey player out there, but he has a great shot and a, an amazing Hockey IQ, that's the biggest thing. And some people say, well, what's a high, uh, you know, a player that has a high hockey IQ? We'll think of Nicholas Backstrom. I think to a certain extent, they can kind of telestrate the plays. They can see the plays unfold in their head. Uh, there are certain players where feed me the puck and I'm going to shoot it in. And then there's other players out there that can kind of see the whole rink. They can see scenarios play out in front of them. And I think that that is one of the things that Andrew Cristal has in his tool set is the ability to be a playmaker. He has a great shot. And even though he's not the biggest guy on the ice, he makes it happen. And uh, I think that that's what is exciting. He said, everybody here wants to make each other better. Cristal added, it's really high tempo and fast paced. Um, and that's one of the, the learning curves, I think, that a lot of these players are going to have to get used to. You know, there's the the level that they played at at high school and, you know, college at some point and the junior leagues and, and the AHL, if they have to make that step through there, is constantly the tempo getting faster and faster and faster. If one of the things that you hear about AHL players, uh, the jump between the AHL and the NHL is speed. It's exponentially faster. The players are bigger. That is what these guys are going to have to do. You know, if I'm looking at Andrew Cristal, one of the things I'm going to say, the same thing I would have said about Ryan Leonard is bulk up. Uh, one of the things Connor McMichael had to learn that lesson. Hendrix Lapierre had to learn that lesson when they got their call-ups. They got kind of pushed off the puck. So even though these guys kind of light it up on a smaller stage with smaller men, when you're in the NHL, it is survival of the fittest. And there's some big dudes that are jacked up out there that want to destroy you. See Maroon, see Reeves, see Tom Wilson to a certain extent. So you need to be prepared for those types of scenarios. And at camp, 
Uh, as far as the shooting is concerned, as far as his pl fancy playmaking lacrosse style goals, as far as his spinorama type moves, I was impressed. Kristal carried that play over into development camp, showcasing his talent while making use of his stick handling ability and scoring prowess. He had some impressive goals and plays over five days he spent at MedStar Ice Complex while also showing room for improvement when it comes to skating and adding some strength. And uh, that's one of the things, working on strength, because at development camp, it's not just about you know, the hockey aspect of it. It is also about nutrition and working out. If you remember Tom Wilson, when he first came to this team, he wasn't the big man that you see before you know. Frame-wise, yes, but as far as muscular and, you know, just stature-wise, that is from eating lean proteins. That is from hitting the gym, and it helps if you have a nutritionist. You know, most average people, I could try to, to you know, gain weight and be stronger. I may have, you know, medium success with it. If you have a nutritionist, if you have a trainer, you are going to be able to achieve those objectives, and that is what development camp is about to a certain extent. It's about nutrition. It's about working out. It's about, you know, taking your game to the next level. Level, and uh, I think that uh, it's beneficial. I thought we had a good group at camp. You could see his hands and you could sense that he needs to get a little bit stronger for sure. Assistant GM Ross Mahoney said, like I talked about, he's going to leave here taking the strength coaches and talking with them. They're going to give him a plan to work on off the ice to improve his leg strength, which will probably help him in his overall speed. Um, I, again, he's got the playmaking down. He's got the fancy stick moves. He could bulk up. He could work on his speed. There, th There's not a lot of knocks on him, to be honest with you. He's got really good edges. He can really turn and change directions really quickly. He's got... A really good change of pace is just a matter of top end speed, Mahoney said, but he's very young. Like I said, building that leg strength will help him become even faster, but you can see how agile he is. In addition, the hands in the sense, the hockey IQ, we keep coming back to that. And Ross Mahoney is a guy that has been there. He's done that. He's took part in the Capitals draft for years. This guy knows a thing or two about what he's talking about here. And, um, Again, I think that everyone was just kind of pleasantly surprised that he was available uh, in the second round at 40th overall. Pretty exciting, if you ask me. And uh, I think the Capitals fans, we have a lot to look forward to uh, in years to come. And, and keep, you know, keep your eye on these players because I think that, you know, sometimes, you know, if you don't see them for a while, you can kind of forget about who these players are. I don't think that you will want to forget about uh, Andrew Cristal, as I think he is going to impress in a hurry. All right, so coming up straight ahead here, we will talk about the history. We will talk about the scouting report and what kind of year he had last year and, you know, kind of ties in with why he was drafted in the second round. We'll talk about all of that and much more next. Next partner here, Bird Dogs. Let me tell you about them. I love me some Bird Dogs. Listen, if you're a guy here and you have cargo shorts, go ahead and, and throw those things in the garbage. You should have done that years ago. You need Bird Dogs because they make your legs look better and you're so comfortable. Bird Dogs make you look good. A Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts and are made of a stiff restraint cotton. So the big thing here is just right now, go to birddogs.com slash locked on or enter promo code locked on NHL for a free 
Yeti style tumbler with your order. I got mine in the mail. I've used it every day since I've got it. Keeps my drinks cold or warm, whatever I want. So it's worth it in and of it that of itself. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or promo code locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. I have some great guests on the show. I'm going to have Hadi Kalakash back on the show to talk about the draft this year. I know about the draft, but that he knows everything about the draft. So you want to make sure and subscribe about that. We also will have the hockey writers on the show. And at some point here, I'm going to have John Walton, most likely within the next couple weeks here. So Caps fans, it doesn't get any bigger than that. So make sure and subscribe to Locked on Capitals today. All right. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about the history of Andrew Kristall. What kind of player is he? Uh, what kind of years has he had this past couple seasons here? And uh, pretty impressive, all things considered. Again, I can't you know overemphasize this enough. I think the Capitals really hit it out of the park during the 21-22 season. Kristall set a Kelowna Rockets franchise record with 16 goals, 28, and tied the franchise record for 16. The Vancouver British Columbia native won a gold medal with Canada at the 2022 Gretzky Cup, finishing the tournament with six points, one goal, five assists, and five games. In addition, Kristall served as an alternate captain at the 23 Under-18 World Championship with where he registered six points in seven games and helped Canada to the bronze medal. So one of the things that is going to be talked about here, and everyone's going to say, why wasn't he drafted that high? Dan keeps saying he's such a great player. Then why was he available to the Capitals in the first place at the second round in the 40th spot there? Why did they, Why wasn't he selected in the first round? And I hear that. So here's a little bit of the backstory, and here is my thought on it. Chris Dahl's disappointing performance in the WHL playoffs and the under-18 World Championships probably lowered his stock slightly. He was also unable to play in the 2023 Kubota CHL-NHL top prospects game due to injury, plus his smallish size probably caused many teams to hesitate uh, about picking him higher. So that is one of the things that is, you know, his size. You can't really change a whole lot about someone's size. You know, he can bulk up. And that's one of the things I talked about in the first segment there is that he could stand to work, you know, on his size. But, you know, being nutrition, being hitting the gym, working on your leg speed, that kind of thing. So that is the answer to the question. Uh, he didn't get quite the performance that he had in the World Championships, and he did not. He was unable to play in the 23 Kubota CHL NHL Top Prospects game. So um, some of that, you know, he didn't play probably as well as he liked. There was also COVID that factored into it. He played some sh um, shortened seasons, uh, kind of similar to you know the situation that happened in the NHL, the AHL, all the hockey leagues. COVID took its toll and there were shortened seasons. So it was, you know, a shorter time to impress, right? So I think that, you know, if there's any question 
about why he was drafted in the second round instead of the first round. I think that answers it. Um, I think the Capitals still got a steal. Listen, he again, he is not the biggest guy out on the ice. We know that. Uh, but I think that, you know, to a certain extent, you need to to look past that uh, and his skill making, his playmaking, his hockey IQ more than make up for it. So that I don't think that you should really kind of discredit him based on the fact that he's not the biggest guy on the ice. I think that, you know, like everything else, uh, you pick the best player available at that position. Um, And I don't think that he is, you know, a consolation prize. I think that they got one heck of a player. And in the final segment I'll talk about there is that Connor Bedard said he is the smartest hockey player that he has played with. So, uh, you know, b- based on Connor Bedard, if you're if you're not aware, he was drafted number one overall, and it is what being called a generational player. They don't keep these uh, accolades on these players that are meh. No, he is an amazing player, Connor Bedard, and for him to revere uh, Andrew Kristall in that kind of light, I think speaks volumes of him. So, I know I did an episode on. Uh, Leonard and Kristal, and people said you shouldn't get so hyped on Kristal. You know, uh, he's a small guy, and you know he didn't play that well in this tournament or that tournament. I'm not going to hold that against him. He's not a number one pick, and ultimately that is why he was drafted. <clears throat> excuse me, in the second round, not the first round. But make no mistake about it, the Capitals still got an amazing player in Andrew Kristal. There is no doubt about it. And again, like I talked about in the first segment, these are not players that are going to be able to help the Capitals next season. We know that Leonard is going to be playing at Boston College. We know that Kristal is not going to be uh, available this next season. And I've heard it said different ways. Crystal, Kristal, I'm just going based on what everyone else I've heard. I heard a couple people say Crystal. I don't know if that's just, you know, a nickname for him, but you guys know who I'm talking about here. So, I do think, again, I don't think the Capitals could have done any better uh, than picking him. And uh, I'm excited about the prospect of what kind of player he is. And I want him to help this team sooner than later. But I think it's one of the things that we're going to have to be patient uh, in that playmaking. That player, this team that is going to be one to be reckoned with, will be coming sooner than later. All right, in the next segment here, we will talk about Connor Bedard. And why did he heap those accolades on him? What kind of player... Does Connor Bedard know about about Crystal that we don't, and what should we know? We'll talk about that straight ahead. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right, just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit a home run all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. Getting paid instantly, it doesn't get any better than that. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A bit of a programming note here as well is that we are heading into the offseason. This show is five days a week, 
pretty much year-round. There's going to be about eight weeks here, maybe a little bit less, that the show is going to be three days a week. But after that, it'll be five days a week going all season. It's just the off-season. If you listen to the NHL Network, all these shows, everything kind of slims down a little bit for the next uh, two months here. So just a bit of a programming note here. In the next segment here, we are going to talk about the Connor Bedard connection and how those guys are friends and how he called... Andrew Kristall, one of the smartest, if not the smartest player he has ever played with. And that is not just Joe Schmo on the street saying it. This was the first overall pick in the NHL draft this season. So you can take that to the bank and cash it. It will not come back in sufficient funds. So Bedard on Kristall. Kristall is one of the closest friends of Connor Bedard, the player whom the Chicago Blackhawks drafted first in the overall in the 2023 draft. They have known each other since they were five years old. The two of them stayed fit in the summer by playing on an inline hockey team and with a friend, Kent Johnson, a rookie with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Bedard and Kristall roomed together at the draft combine in Buffalo. They both played together in spring hockey with the Vancouver Vipers this piece in Nova Caps. Kristall reports that he's learned a lot over the years by watching Bedard shot, I think, you know, if there's one player to learn from, it's Connor Bedard. I tried to get these different release points and change the shooting angle a little bit. Being able to learn from Connor has helped my shot tremendously. If you can have friends like that in your life, if you're a hockey player and you are, you know, associated with the number one overall draft pick who is a generational player, those are the kind of friends that I want to have. And Andrew Kristall is a lucky guy to have him. He also reports perfecting a shot by watching videos of Austin Matthews. If you're an everyday, you know, I talked yesterday about Ryan Leonard and about how he looked up to Austin Matthews as well. By using a larger stick than normal and learning to manipulate the stick by opposing defensemen. So what is some of the accolades? What are some of the things, you know, that are heaped on Andrew Kristall? Uh, I'll talk about it here. While Kristall certainly has plenty of praise for Bedard's game, Bedard has a high opinion of Kristall's game, which he expressed at the draft com- combine. He's probably the smartest hockey player I've gotten to play with and watch this year. The things he's able to do out there with a the puck and how he creates often is some of the best I have ever seen. He's a special player, and he's going to make a team really happy. Who is that team that he's going to make really happy? The Washington Capitals. And you guys should be excited about that. Um, and, you know, if in case you think that, you know, I'm speaking in hyperbole, I am not being hyperbolic in this situation. Go to WashingtonCaps.com and take a look at Andrew Kristall at development camp. He impressed. He shot. He zigged. He zigged. He dangled. He did spinoramas. Quite the player, I've got to say. And again, you know, I, I, again, when we went into the draft, I was bummed out for a second because I know there was a point point zero 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 one percent chance the Capitals could have landed Connor Bedard. Um, I did not despair. You know, when they didn't land Matvey Mishkov, the more I learn about it, I'm actually happier that they uh, drafted Leonard in that position. And the happier I am that they drafted Andrew Kristall at, 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 in the second round, 40th overall. You know, kind of a diamond in the rough. And, you know, I think the teams that passed on him are going to regret it. And I think that the Capitals, I know the Capitals, are going to be a really great uh, team for years and years to come just based on this young talent. 
you know, you take a look at Connor McMichael, who I do believe is going to be his year uh, this next year. Where is he going to fit into the lineup? That is a topic for a different podcast. But um, I do think, you know, LaPierre is in the wings. You take a look at Vinny Iorio, plus the plethora of different goalie options. Again, this is an aging core right now, this year. In the next couple of years, this is going to be a younger team. So this team will get younger. It will get faster. The thing that we hear about and is beaten in our heads every day, this team needs to get younger and faster. It's going to happen. Uh, this Capitals organization, their AHL affiliate Hershey Bears and their ECHL affiliate Stingrays, they are in a good position and it is a pipeline. Some of these players, they're not going to, you know, get to their, their team that they want to right away. We know that Leonard's going to be at Boston College. We know that Chris Stahl is not going to be ready this next season. But the future is what I'm talking about here. And uh, if you are a true Capitals fan, you will be willing to wait. And I'm not going to you know disparage this next year's roster. Maybe the Capitals will hit it out of the park. Maybe Brian McClellan will pull, you know, something out of his hat and make something, you know, a really crazy trade that, you know, will just floor everyone and go, man, I never saw that coming. I hope that's the case. But in this particular episode, I am talking about Andrew Cristal. I'm in the previous episode, I talked about Ryan Leonard, two dynamic playmakers that are going to make this Capitals team next level. So I don't think that they're going to, you know, settle on winning one Stanley Cup. I think that this team is poised to win multiple cups over the span of the next how many ever years here. I don't think it's going to be as long as everyone thinks. Uh, because, you know, just if you want, if the proof is in the pudding, what is one step down from the NHL? Class anyone? The AHL. And what did the Bears do this last year, this last season? They won the greatest prize that you can win in all of the AHL, the Calder Cup. Those are future Capitals players. Let that sink in. They won the highest award you can win in the AHL, and those players, ostensibly, most of them will be on the Capitals at some point. Not to mention the players that the Capitals drafted this year and who they draft next year. This team is going to blow up and be one to be reckoned with. And you, as Capitals fans, should be hyped and excited as I am. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well... Locked On has got you covered. We got Locked On Nationals. We got Locked On Commanders. We got Locked On Wizards. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. So make sure and subscribe or follow to any of those shows on your podcatcher of choice and on YouTube. Once again, my name is Dan Homie of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'll talk to you again next time.